I believe we can prevent heart attack. We can put in place strategies to reduce risk. We can literally plan to change your future. Welcome, my name is Dr. Warwick Bishop. I'm a cardiologist, I'm an author, and a keynote speaker. Together with that, I'm CEO of the Healthy Heart Network, and I'm all about trying to help people live as well as possible for as long as possible. You probably know, heart disease is huge in Australia. Every 20 minutes, someone suffers a heart attack, and we know that over 20 people per day die from heart disease. This is on a backdrop of over 9 million people globally being impacted by this condition. Truthfully, most of these could probably have been avoided if only we knew what to do. Well, this podcast is all about helping you understand better where blood pressure, weight, cholesterol and all the other bits and pieces around there can help together with general health literacy for general better health. I am on a mission to impact not just heart health, but general health on a global scale. If you enjoy this podcast, I would be honored for a five-star review and you can share it with your family and friends. Who knows? It may well save someone you love. Hi, my name's Dr. Eric Bishop. Welcome to my podcast and videocast station. And thank you for joining me. I wanted to talk about being hangry today we've all heard of the term and maybe for those maybe there might be some people who've never heard of the term but hangry is a term that combines hungry and angry and it's something that most mothers would know all about and in fact the word has made it to the oxford english dictionary as a descriptor of a child becoming angry and irritable when they're hungry. However, although the term has existed in folklore for a good period of time, there's been no scientific support that the phenomena actually exists until recently. Well, a group of researchers decided to take a bunch of patients, relatively young adults, about 64 of them, over a 21-day period, and they provided them with a smartphone app that they had to interact with five times a day. And they had a scale of, I think it was one to five, on each of the following parameters. Hunger, anger, irritability, pleasure, and arousal. Well, these... Uh, subjects within the study then uh, went through their 21-day study period, uh, entering their data duly five times a day through their smartphone app. And uh, lo and behold, at the end of the, uh, well, when the researchers got to analyse the data, at the end of the collection, they found a very clear 35% association between hunger, anger, and irritability. So people were 30% more likely to be angry and irritable if hungry. So the researchers concluded that hangry is a real thing. Well, of course, 
I have to say I found this really quite fascinating. And part of the reason I found it quite fascinating is that I wonder if there's been any consideration of the food that the participants were consuming, and I couldn't see that in the document that I went through. The reason why I think that's interesting is that I would suspect that there may be a difference based on my own experience, which is that I've been doing some uh, restricted eating in recent time, and I can go 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 hours almost uh, without any significant food and would generally be considered um, hungry but not angry. And whether that's me or whether it's because I've mainly adhered to a reduced carbohydrate uh, consumption, uh, which means my sugar levels don't fluctuate too much. And the reason why I'm wondering if that's the case is I have a very clear patient example from a number of years ago of a gentleman who was carrying a little bit too much weight. And so I'd recommended to him that he might benefit from reduction of carbohydrate, gave him some resources and sent him on his way. Well, this gentleman came back several months later and he said, uh, I did, did what you said, doc, and uh, I've lost a bit of weight. But the, the amazing thing is, I think you've cured my road rage. And I said, I'm sorry, what do you mean? He says, no, Doc, I think you've cured my road rage. I said, what are you talking about? He said, well, for the last couple of years, I've been seeing a psychologist to deal with my issues of road rage. Now, obviously, road rage is occurring, you know, four, five, six o'clock in the evening as he's heading home. It turned out that by simply changing his diet, removing the carbohydrates from the middle of the day, and almost certainly smoothing out his insulin response and therefore smoothing out his sugar levels, his road rage dissipated, which I thought was absolutely fascinating. So although hangry is a true story, I wonder if it is impacted by the foods we eat. I tend to... Um, myself have a, a coffee with, uh, well, I have a butter coffee in the morning that gets me through uh, black butter coffee, so a black coffee with a, sh a teaspoon of uh, butter in it blended up, maybe have a second uh, decaf or third decaf coffee, uh, so the first coffee is a caffeine, the next two are decaf, I only have one caffeinated coffee in the mornings normally. But I get to lunchtime and I'll have a piece of cheese and that will be all 25 to 50 grams of cheese. And that gets me through till about 6.30 in the evening. Now, I have to confess, I probably do get a bit um, edgy if I'm not eating by that stage. But right up until then, I'm not hangry at all. In fact, I feel remarkably focused and clear. I'd be interested to know what you think. Have you experimented with either or all of the above and what's been your uh, observation? Well, I'm going to leave hangry with you for now. I'm uh, going to wish you the very best. Again, I'd like to thank you for joining me. I really do appreciate that. I'd love you to share this podcast um, with uh, others so that they may benefit if they find the information useful as well. If you do get the chance to rate this podcast, please do, because uh, I put a lot of work in. And I'd love people to uh, check it out.
Till next time, uh, I'm going to wish you the very best. I hope you live as well as possible for as long as possible. Take care and bye for now. Hi. Ever wondered what your risk of heart attack is? You should. It's the single biggest killer in the Western world. We're talking one death less than every 30 minutes in Australia, one death less than every 60 seconds in the United States, nine million deaths globally per annum. Well, how do you check your risk? Well, you can go to www.virtualheartcheck.com.au. You'll find out about your risk and what can be done beyond that to be even more precise.